Welcome to Two Minute Nutrition Mindset, where amazing things happen with your brain and your relationship with food. Let's talk about nutrition in a way that most people do not. All you need are two minutes and the desire to learn. You are currently listening to a 10 episode recap. Every 10 episodes, I like to wrap it up in a nice 30 minute summary to everything we've recently learned. Time to take it back. All right, welcome to episode 001, Positive or Shut Off Mindset. Let's jump right into this. Your mindset towards food needs to be positive. If the idea of even talking about food makes you shut down, get mad, get defensive, or makes you want to click away from listening, then that's the first recognized mental block. Please stay with me. Our society puts so much stress on perfection, and then it bombards us with way too many choices, all of which are proven wrong by other options. There's no way to be perfect with too much confusion and way too much criticism for your decisions. How do you fix this? Well, you become confident in your choices, and you don't worry about the criticism and judgments from society. All right, don't worry. That's what we're here to fix. You don't already have to know how to do that. So if you have followed along with the blog online you will see a picture of an ad. This ad had popped up on my Facebook feed and it reads, most women are told to exercise to get rid of weight. This is actually bad advice. Exercise plays only a tiny percentage of our daily calorie burn. Hormones are the true culprits behind weight gain. All right, this ad made me furious and it's saying that exercise is now bad advice and it's all about hormones. Clearly, they are selling something and trying to get you to believe this dramatic, sudden finding that exercise is bad advice. What if you had just started exercising and then you saw this? Now you're going to feel bad and begin to doubt your choices because somebody wants to sell you something. This all-or-nothing effect that you must choose one thing to make you lose weight or be healthy is ridiculous. The body is very complicated. It's never just one answer you are searching for but someone that wants to sell you something will certainly make it appear that way. Do not let them get you down. Before we can break through, we have to recognize the walls that are up and the frustrations that are present with the topic of nutrition. It's fine to be mad, frustrated, unsure, or annoyed. I'm going to help you make that shift towards having a positive attitude and an open mind. It starts by being willing to listen. You cannot be so hard on yourself. You are not allowed to say terrible things about yourself or about food. You can totally learn how to do this. All right, episode 002, what's in your cart? Have you ever looked at the carts you pass in the grocery store? All right, have you ever really noticed the lack of nutrients in the majority of the carts in the store? Without thinking mean or judgmental comments about anyone's cart, observe the common theme throughout the store. Are people choosing much from the produce section? Are there many fruits and vegetables in these carts? Are there fresh meats or seafood? Are there ingredients to make homemade meals or healthy lunches? How much of the cart is frozen dinners, desserts, sugar cereals, chips, soda, or alcohol? Now, how do you fill your cart? Why do you make these choices? Do you choose foods based on convenience or what the product claims to provide, for example, gluten-free, or perhaps price? How much of your cart is sweets and treats? Do you buy foods that follow new healthy recipes? 
Are you choosing foods based on nutrients provided or caloric content? Do you take the time to read nutrition labels? None of this is meant to be judgmental. It's not my place to judge someone's shopping decision on one day as I pass them in the store. Maybe I saw a cart filled with foods mostly for a party, or the day before payday, just getting a few things. Or perhaps they just did a big purchase the week before where they bought the bulk of their healthy foods. There are endless reasons, so never judge someone's decisions. But if you pay attention, you will notice a general theme that proves American society doesn't usually choose healthy foods. The majority majority of the purchases are frozen, convenience, processed foods. Even if the budget is tight, you don't have to only choose foods that are going to make you feel terrible and provide no benefit to your health. Make an effort to add at least one fruit and vegetable to the cart. You have to make an effort. The other day, I saw very little fruits and veggies, everything processed. One cart, processed package of cupcakes, frozen pizza, pizza rolls, chips, and sugar cereal. Cart two, bakery cupcakes and popsicles. Cart three was actually a powered wheelchair with both the upper basket and bottom floor filled with soda. Yes, I saw some good carts too, but those were rare. You have to make an effort, not excuses. You can buy healthy food. There's also been a great shift in the recent years to create healthier food that are dairy-free, gluten-free, etc. that follow the specialized diet needs that are on the rise. Many of these foods are affordable, so don't blame cost. You have to have the desire to want to buy better foods. You cannot blame your health problems created by foods you are choosing to buy. If you are buying from the outside edge of the store, shop at produce stands, health food stores, and make a solid effort to buying healthy food, then that's fantastic. It's not bad to have sweets and treats in the cart, but it has to be balanced. Take an effort to find healthy recipes, many of which will not require much cooking skills. Make sure there's food with nutrients in your cart. Make the choice, not the excuse. All right, episode 003, get better at things you suck at. Do you have a mentality of get better at things you suck at? Or do you run away from things that you don't know? Answer honestly. It's human nature to ignore the things we don't understand or fear. So honestly, everyone could answer, run away. You have to practice consistently on making a mentality that embraces learning and improving when faced with something that makes you uncomfortable. Don't just push nutrition aside if you're not good at it. You have to adopt the right mentality. Yes, it's much easier to just go through the motions following your routinely habits. Taking an effort to learn and make changes is tough. It may even be terrifying or overwhelming for you. Remember, we're not going for perfect. Your attempts do not have to be perfect or all or nothing. Start with one meal. For example, make breakfast healthy. Or start packing a healthy lunch instead of eating out. Or replace that daily soda with more water every other day. On the surface, it seems much easier to say, I'll swing through the drive-thru and grab breakfast because I don't have time to make anything before I leave the house. Mornings are so chaotic. Well, as long as you repeat that to yourself every morning, you will for sure have chaotic mornings and an unhealthy start to the day every day. All it takes is a change of vision on your situation. The time it takes for you to drive through a drive-thru, you could have made a healthy smoothie to take with you. You could have mixed a protein drink and grabbed a piece of fruit for the drive. You can find what is making your morning so chaotic and start to change that so that you can allow 10 minutes to eat at home. Making excuses doesn't make you healthy. By making small changes, you remove overwhelming fears and indecision. 
With small changes, you can prove to yourself that you can do this and you'll see positive results. Success starts with the right mentality. You have to be willing to just try. Adopt the mentality of get better at things you suck at. Stop running away. Stop making excuses. Be willing to try. Don't be paralyzed by fear or lack of knowledge. It's only scary or stressful because it's unknown. Once you step forward with an open mind, you defeat that fear. If you need ideas or help, just shoot me a message. Send me a comment. I'm happy to be your support shoulder if you are willing to try. All right, episode 004. Your health is not a scavenger hunt. The problem with our culture is we treat everything like a secret. What's your diet secrets? What's your fitness secrets? Health secrets from Hollywood celebrities. This one thing we just learned is your secret to success. Click here to reveal the secret to staying younger and having a better love life. The secret to six-pack abs. I could go on and on. Our society is obsessed with attention. Everyone wants you to click their link so they will say whatever buzzwords they can to swing your opinions in their direction, hoping that you haven't heard the secret they claim to reveal usually hoping to sell you something on this amazing discovery. This creates the impression that it's impossible for you to get healthy or have great skin or have strong abs unless you uncover all of these secrets. Educate yourself. You do this by keeping an open mind and reading quality sources. When you come across conflicting information, make note of that and find what facts check out. We are humans. We are constantly learning and changing what we know about health and nutrition. There will always be conflicting information. Your job is to find out what works for your life. My family members and I do not eat the same way. My friends and I do not eat the same diets. You need to find what works for your body. Stop treating your health like a scavenger hunt, always looking for the next best secret. If you keep that mentality, your quest for health will never end. Stop thinking short-term. Stop constantly changing. You must stick with a plan for a few months before you judge if it's working or not. Nothing changes overnight. There are zero quick-fix solutions, so stop wasting your time and money looking for them. Start by taking responsibility for your health and stop relying on gimmicks to fulfill your needs in life. Surround yourself with quality information, quality people, and take quality action to make your life better. I believe in you. I know you can do this. All right, episode 005. For goodness sakes, get rid of the scale. Stay with me. This episode's going to be about 60 seconds longer than normal. This is a really passionate topic for me. Here we go. This is a podcast about the mindset around nutrition. We can talk facts or recipes, or give you new tips to try, but honestly, all of that information will not help you until you decide to change your mindset around why you are looking for help. Are you wanting to lose weight? Great, what's your reason for that? It's not just so the scale reads a lower number. You're not living your life because your scale pays your bills or gives you awards. Why are you losing weight? Is it to make sure that your scale confirms you weigh less? All right, then what? You lose the weight. The scale reads a lower number, or maybe the number you've always hoped to see. How does that actually change your life? Are you out of debt? Are your relationships happier? Do you have more money? Do you get to go on vacation or take time for yourself? 
Are you happy? You must dig deeper on why you want to lose weight. What parts of your life need changing? Losing weight doesn't solve all your problems and suddenly life is brilliant. Your scale doesn't do anything except tell you the number of pounds relative to gravity. It does nothing to change your life. So many people live life by the scale. If it goes up a pound or if it goes down a pound, they completely determine their day around that. If it goes down one pound, they have a great day. But if it even goes up by one, they feel depressed and feel like a failure. Even if they know that it's normal to fluctuate by a few pounds throughout the day, that won't matter. If they happen to see the weight is reading higher, their whole day is ruined. It's time to get rid of the scale and define your life by so many other amazing standards. Can you wear clothes you once could not? Can you be more physically active with your kids? Do you have more energy? Do you sleep better? Is your blood pressure lower? Do you have more self-confidence? Are you happier? How are you feeling mentally or physically? Are you stronger? Have you lessened the amount of aches and pains you feel? Have people complimented you on how happy you are? Are you more present in the moment when around friends? Stop adding stress to your life over the stupid scale that does nothing to tell you how amazing your life is. Life is stressful enough. Do not add more self-doubt and lessen your self-worth based on a scale. People don't see you as a number. They see you, and they want to be around a happy person. Make sure you are living life and all the wonderful moments it has to offer. You are so, so much more than a number on a scale that relates you to gravity. Episode 006. What does the word food mean to you? When I say food, what comes to mind? Do you think of your favorite foods? Do you think of foods you are currently hungry for? Do you think fear and have no idea what food is? Do you think of food in numbers, as in calories or how much fat, protein, and carbohydrates are you consuming? Or how long until you eat again? Or do you think of energy and nutrients? Well, there is no right answer because food is all of those things. It is our favorite meals. It's what you're craving right now to satisfy a desire, and it is comprised of protein, fats, and carbohydrates. Food is also comprised of vitamins, and it's important to think of food as energy and nutrients because that's what it comes down to. Food provides you energy. I hope food doesn't cause you to panic, but I know for many people it does. It's overwhelming. It's confusing. It's too stressful. Well, it doesn't have to be as long as you're willing to take a deep breath and have an open mind to learning. We hear it over and over again that food is only calories. You must count all your calories. You must pay attention to every calorie, log everything, if you have any hope at having your ideal body image. We hear that message all the time. If that's all you think when you think of food, then your stress levels will always remain high. That's an exhausting task to count all calories all the time. And like removing the scale we've talked about in the last post, your life should not be about just following these numbers. Yes, it's true. We need to balance calories against our energy demands of the day. But calories are literally just energy. One calorie equals 1,000 joules of energy. All right, not going into science here, but food is energy. For now, I want you to just understand that food is so much more than number crunching. It's not just about calorie counting. We need to shift our mindset to nutrient consuming. How many nutrients did you consume today? 
Think of food as a positive. Think of food as healthy. We start by accepting that mental truth and it will open up new pathways to learning and not being so stressed over food all the time. Enjoy your life. Live in the moments that make you happy. All right, episode 007. Food is not your superhero savior. While food is necessary to provide you energy through life, food also is a comfort for so many people. We turn to food when we're sad, when we're stressed, when we're mad, when we're hungry because we've waited until noon to eat anything and now we eat everything in sight, when we're bored, when we're lonely, when we feel like we failed the day and need comforting, etc., etc. Food seems to always be the superhero ready to swoop in and rescue you from whatever emotion you are having and trying to ignore, right? If you use food to suppress an emotion, it's because you have taught yourself to avoid uncomfortable feelings and just to grab what's in the fridge, zone out on a mindless show, and before you know it, that feeling you wanted to avoid is gone. Seems like a success. I promise you, sadly, it was not. Because food is energy, and you just sat on the couch for hours waiting for those emotions to pass, you didn't need much energy supply for that. All of that food enters your body and gets stored as fat because it wasn't needed for immediate energy burn. When you train your brain to reach for food instead of facing emotions, that habit becomes comfortable and easy, all the while not solving problems and only digging you deeper into trouble. When that comfort becomes alcohol, it's even more dangerous. Please seek help if you are using alcohol to get through the day. If you use food to comfort yourself, then you need a truth bomb to help you get out of bad habits. Ready? Here it is. You need to start to face your emotions. Deal with your life. Take responsibility. If you had a bad day, write about it. Talk with someone. Go for a workout and burn off that stress instead of suffocating that emotion in food. You will gain so much clarity in your life when you start to face your emotions. It's not easy, it's not comfortable, but it's the right thing to do. Use food positively. When you're out socially with friends, in celebration, in trying new cultures, food styles, or to fill your body with nutrients to get strong and healthy. Your mindset with food needs to be one of acceptance and positivity. Bring it into your body with the intention of living your best life as healthy and as strong as possible. All right, you're on episode 008. Start today, not on Monday. We are trained to think we need a fancy start date to make something successful. What if I said this new fancy plan I have for you guarantees all of your dreams will come true if you start on a Wednesday at 1.37 p.m., on November 8th. How willing are you to join? How uncomfortable does that start date make you? Who starts to be healthy on a Wednesday? Everyone knows you can only be successful if you start on Monday. And starting in the afternoon, that's when I have my afternoon junk food snack, so I can't start then. And it starts in November? Gosh, that's too close to the holidays. I can't start then. But remember, I just guaranteed you it would work. If you're the person that finds faults and excuses to not start, then you will never be successful. Success doesn't happen because you started on a Monday on January 1st. Success happens because you take action now. You don't need a bunch of diet plans to choose from. You need to choose one and take action. You don't need a huge Pinterest list of recipes. You need to take action on the ones you currently have pinned. 
Having all the books and healthy recipes doesn't do anything if they are not used. You have to go to the store to choose to buy healthy food. You have to take the time to learn how to cook. You have to try new things. Don't want to do all that? Then stop complaining. You don't get to complain you're not having success if you are not willing to do the things that create success. People ask me all the time for a fitness plan they can follow. Just tell me exactly what to do and I will be successful, they say. Unless they actually take action and start sweating, they will not be successful. I know when they ask me for a plan, a majority of the time what they are really asking for is, will you just do the workout and hard work for me but then magically burn off my body fat? Sorry, it doesn't work that way. You must do the work. In a world of technology where things happen instantaneously, you are not yet a robot and must still put in the work required. What I can promise you is an amazing feeling of success and excitement when you earn that success and achieve your goals. Believe in yourself. I believe in you. Episode 009, how do I start to create lasting change? Feeling lost and don't know where to start? Ready to break habits of yo-yo dieting? Ready to start learning quality facts about nutrition? Ready to learn to be happy and calm when you talk about what you plan to eat for the day? First, know that it's a process. You won't get it all correct right from the start, so be patient with yourself. Celebrate your wins, stop counting your losses, or how far you still have to go. It's all about having the right mindset. You can have all the facts, but unless you accept to change the way you think, you will revert back to old habits. You can do this. A diet program should teach you how to eat, not tell you. And I use the word diet, meaning what you eat, not what you have to avoid. Society negatively uses that word diet, meaning it's all about what you are not eating. Diet is literally a word meaning what you eat. A healthy program will not tell you to have the same thing every day. A good program will teach you how to adjust for life, social events, vacations, etc. We have to break this cycle of, I'm back on track, I was off my diet, and now I'm back on. Or, ugh, vacation ruined everything. No, vacation was amazing, and it allowed you to have fun, eat foods that made you happy, and enjoy life. Do not make yourself feel guilty and remove all of that happiness that was necessary for you to enjoy vacation. That's a terrible way to get through life. Never guilt yourself for the happy moments. We are on this planet to enjoy life, not to stress over how strict we follow a diet plan. There should be fluctuations in your eating habits. You should allow yourself to change. You should have high calorie days where you're eating a lot because of heavy workouts and busy days versus minimal calorie days where you're relaxing on the couch. Know how to provide the needed nutrients for both styles of your life. Teach yourself how to adapt for the week. You don't get one plan for the rest of your life. Stop following social media influencers who are fake pretending they have it all figured out as they pose in bikinis in every picture. Those are not quality sources. Start with something like Precision Nutrition. Google them. I personally have listened to John Berardi speak at a conference and know his story of how he built a highly resourceful nutrition program packed with free knowledge out there on the internet. Change your mindset. Change your life. That's where you start. You can do this. Episode 010. Why do you choose that diet? How do you decide what diet plan you are going to follow? Did you pick it because it's popular? Or perhaps you saw an ad that told you you needed it? If you do zero research to know why or if it works, 
Why are you surprised when it doesn't work for you? The people in the African desert are healthy and skinny. Should we follow their diet? Well, no, because if you live anywhere except the African desert, your body has different needs. Did you pick the paleo diet because CrossFit made it seem cool? The caveman diet certainly kept the cavemen alive for a while because that's all they had to eat. Again, like the people in the African desert, your body is not living in a cave and probably needs to eat differently. Now, this doesn't mean I think paleo is unhealthy. It has many positives. I'm just challenging you to know why you choose to eat the way you do. Do you eat the keto because that's what everyone is talking about, so it must be the right answer for you? Are you aware that the keto diet was invented to help prevent seizures in people with epilepsy? And if you partake in a keto diet incorrectly, it could mean serious health consequences? Skinny doesn't equal healthy. Trust yourself. I know that seems scary if you don't feel knowledgeable right now, but learn to make your own decisions instead of following fads, trends, and popularity. It's all right to make your own decisions these days, which might blow your mind if you are a social media addict. You might make mistakes, sure. You might have to take a little extra time to apply yourself and learn, but it's important to learn to trust yourself. Never trust something solely because it's popular. Do research. If the African Bushman is staying thin and said, hey, you need to eat this bug and drink from the river because it's working for him, would you do it? Following a diet on social media just because there's a model on the caption doesn't mean it works for you. Be your own person. Make your own damn decisions. Educate yourself. Align with quality research or professionals who can teach you.